It's a Jim Eskimen podcast. This is a very special podcast. It's a very special podcast on a special week. And I have my, my very good friend, Ben Shelton, who's the writer, creator, director of what is now called Impress Me, what was called The Impression Guys. And who knows, in three months it might be called something different. What do you think it'll be called in Europe? They're going to call it something different? Of les hommes, Les hommes de mimicry. I like that. The mimicry, <laughs> the boys. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to say something wrong. I don't know any other <laughs> languages. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to pretend like I know other languages by just making up words. Well, you know the language of... Faramichio. Doesn't that sound like something? Faramichio. Faramichio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That means, Nothing. would you please get that farmer away from yeah. my car? Well, uh, as I said, it's a special week because this is the week, Ben. We have our, our show is it's launching. It's so exciting. And obviously, for those listening in Europe and overseas, we will we will be going that in direction. We will be having our show elsewhere. But, but this is the United States of America week, mm-hmm. Wednesday night, 1030, 9.30 Central. 10.30 is for... The West Coast and, and the East, East Coast. Coast. And when is the Central region? That's just I, the Middle America. Where does central. that begin and end? Chicago. I think Chicago Central. Yeah. Sounds good to me. That's if you're in Chicago, true. check mm-hmm. 930. But yeah, Impress Me is going to be on Pop TV, and it's um, it's very exciting. Um, it's after uh, – it, it's going to – the lead-in is the uh, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara show that mm-hmm. we can say, but we're not – we feel kind of weird saying – yeah, it's funny. I don't know how to. I gave an interview today, and I was like, I call because it was pre-recorded. I said, "Can we say Shit's Creek?" <laughs> you can, and, and of then, course, on this podcast, we can say well, it. Of course, we can. But yeah, I like I like alluding to it. Yeah. But yeah, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara have an amazing show called Shit's Creek, and and they're it's the number one show on Pop, as far as I know. It's a scripted show, and they're leading into us. So then we get to. I mean, it's just it's awesome, and we get to be near. We get to be kind of, I think, spooning them in a way. Is that's that right. okay to say? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're, we're spooning, spooning Shit's Creek. We're sp- <laughs> I think that's <laughs> that's a little. Sp- I don't like that picture. Okay, fine, I'm fine. We're not doing that. We're, we're not doing that. But uh, we're hanging out. I feel like we're holding hands with Eugene Levy yeah, and Captain Hera. Captain Hera, people that we that we really love. Of course. And respect. You know, my first film, my first Ron Howard film, uh, had Catherine O'Hara in it. She had a part about as big as mine. Yeah. And it was shot on the same day. In fact, I was waiting around while they shot Catherine O'Hara's scene down the street in New York City. That's awesome. uh, We're being interrupted. We can edit this out. Hello? That's the dog. That's your dog. How did he learn to knock on the door? It's your dog. He knocked on the door. Yeah. He's being polite. (laughs) He's being polite. He knocked like a a hotel detective. Yes. (laughs) Do that again. No. Oh, so you and Catherine O'Hara are best friends. We go way back. Yeah, I, I never even met her, but I, I she has a cute part in the paper. Was the name of the movie with Michael Keaton, who just almost won the Oscar. Should have. Should have probably. Yeah, and uh, that was a good movie, huh? Oh, I, I wanted to that. ask you a question, Ben, about comedy and what comedies what what comedies have really informed your comedy style and your sensibilities. Well, uh, man, I mean, for impress me, I I have to actually think about. Um, the structure that we shot it in, which is the mockumentary. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we did mockumentary, which obviously most recently came from Modern Family, right before that, the American office, which went to the mm-hmm. British office, mm-hmm. which Ricky Gervais will clearly s- say he stole from Christopher Guest ah. and back to This is Spinal Tap with, uh-huh. with Rob Reiner. Huh. So, which is funny because now Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara oh, yeah. were part of that Christopher Guest world yeah. and that lends itself into. So, the mockumentary style, obviously, 
we stole from everyone else who who stole it from everyone else. But as far as comedy, um, the comedy I love is the comedy that isn't always comedy. I mean, I think the thing about Impress Me that I love is is the fact that to me it feels a little bit more like um, the British office or the American office where they have dramatic elements in it, where it's not, you know, as boom, boom, boom as 30 Rock or Modern mm. Family, but there's the comedy is is rooted in truth and that we have uh, dramatic elements right there with it. Um, I definitely have done a lot of slapstick over the top comedy and it there's a time and place for it. But when you're going to do a TV show, I just really think it's great to be able to have time to breathe and to believe that these characters um, are people that you can relate to and you can go on a long journey with. And, um, you know, when people say you're going to make a TV show, uh, I think that the thing that people often say is, you know, what's going to be in episode 100? Mm. And because you you want a show to go on for that, Do you for have that, that long, long. Do you have that in mind. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. For impress me, I mean, that's that when I when I first met with you and Ross and was talking about your day to day life, mm-hmm. as we know, this is <laughs> is influenced by that struggle between being an artist and being uh, being being. Uh, Ahua. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say it. Um, <laughs> if you say being, it in dialect, it's much but better. um, no, but yeah, but being being uh, being labeled as something you're good at versus being choosing what you're passionate about, um, that struggle is something that I thought, man, you could just explore that forever. Hmm. And obviously, the impressions are, are are a huge part of that. But I think you could go on that forever. And that's a funny thing. I think that that's the problem with TV show finales is that people always like they watch a finale of a TV show and it's never reaches expectations because TV shows are meant in their structure to not end. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing. like a movie. That's right. A movie lasts an hour and a half. The ending's great because from the beginning, it's you're only, you're thing. setting up the ending from the beginning. Yes. But as a TV show, you're not setting up the ending, you're setting up infinity you're <laughs> you're setting up the fact that you don't ever have to end it and you can explore these characters forever so that's kind of what i love and therefore to me i i mean i love certain comedies like seinfeld that never got dramatic like curb yeah. your enthusiasm that never, never got dramatic for a second. but for me if i'm gonna go in day to day and work mm-hmm. on a show mm-hmm. i want to be able to kind of dig a little bit and get serious with the characters that's awesome man and when you were when you were a kid growing up what kind of were you uh did you watch the three stooges a lot like i did no no well you're older than me (laughs) yeah they were still alive yeah okay yeah Yeah, they were still producing movies and you could see them walking down the street actually larry fine came to my junior high school so he was alive that's false you know and and it's true he didn't go there as a student he went there as as an old guy in a wheelchair what um, TV shows I watched growing yeah, up? Yeah, like what comedies um, were you nuts about as a little kid? Man, as a kid, like I mean, movies. Or? Yeah, I mean, we watched, we watched, uh, we watched. Uh, I mean, Dick Van Dyke show. Ah, uh, see, that's an old show. Yeah, I mean, we watched some of those older shows. Um, the yeah. Honeymooners, uh-huh. I love the Honeymooners. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that's classic. Simple, yeah. uh, limited palette. But, but but I mean I, I'm gonna be honest as as a kid I don't think that certain things about those really influenced my writing I think yeah. the I think when you get to Seinfeld um, you know Cheers before that but I think when you get to Seinfeld and the fact that they did the three different storylines kind of intertwining yeah. and shows about nothing like yeah. the fact that you know the parking garage is the first episode I ever saw of Seinfeld and when that when you're watching a whole episode that takes place in a parking garage I'm like okay you're doing something here 
that is interesting. That's not like every other, you know, that's not like, you know, every other show on TV. And so that is really Seinfeld, even though I don't, I don't emulate its, um, its comedy, the structure of Seinfeld was heavily influenced and then Curb Your Enthusiasm after that, everything, you know, Larry David, but, um, the office, you know, the British office, mm. and then extras. I mean, yeah. Ricky Gervais's extras, extras is so good. And people are going to talk about our show when, it, because our show is actors in Hollywood with guest stars playing themselves, and mm. so extras is kind of a, mm. a, 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 you know, maybe a distant cousin and definitely an influence in my writing. But, um, but I don't know. There's something that I mean we haven't talked about, which is that that impressed me. You know, has this soul pancake heart to it. That is something. Are we? Is that okay? What you're doing? Yeah, I'm just taking it off for comfort. He just took off his hat <laughs> and his shirt. Wait a second, Jim. What kind of show is this? And no, um, he took off his headphones and it threw me off. Um, but yeah, the heart of of Soul Pancake, which is, I think, the heart that comes through in my writing, and and I think that I, I don't know if I can attribute that to one specific thing. I mean, I think the British office and the American office had a lot of heart to them. And so I think yeah. that there's something there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, there, that's something that soul pancake and I both believed in the very beginning was that, you know, if it's gonna, if we're going to write a scripted comedy, which soul pancake had never done before, yeah, yeah. we got to have heart to it. Yeah, they took a pretty big gamble on us. And I remember we, we talking about like, well, how can we, how can we make this soul pancakeable? Because there was the possibility of going off in another direction and just kind of capturing yeah. uh, a little more edgy kind of yeah. comedy. And I mean, and I guess none of us were that in, interested in that. I know I wasn't. And, and no, I mean, you want to, I think we all wanted to raise the stakes and that's, I mean, the, the, obviously is the storyline with, uh, with, your wife Angela Kenzie mm-hmm. uh, who plays Annie on the show I mean that we wanted to raise the stakes and make um, this if these characters want to quit doing impressions that needs to mean a hell of a lot you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. there, there has to be risks there but as far as edgy and as far as um, you know going uh, too far in the sense of uh, uh, crude humor or vulgar humor making people really uncomfortable yeah I mean that's that was never my thing i mean we we definitely even in the first episode uh play with you know the whole christian bale thing we definitely kind of we definitely have some stuff in there but um but yeah there's certain things that are just they've never been my interest or my cup of tea and so we we kind of stay away from them what about you jim what about you (laughs) i'm in favor of the show no but uh, but but what i'm interested in is like obviously this this character was so close to you and you yeah and you weird and and for a while the longest time he was just named jim yeah and ross was just named ross they didn't have last names yeah and so i i were actually it was a bit of a question mark in my mind whether it was we were i was playing myself or not and you have a wife and a daughter in real life and a wife and a daughter on the show by different people but yeah it was pretty close to the knuckle but what about comedy is it in when you watch the show because you've obviously uh spoiler alert you've seen some of these episodes (laughs) before they're going to be on tv several times Um, yeah what is the is is the comedy something that is is closer to you? Is was this a departure from the comedy you usually do? I mean, because you you've, you've oh, well, done yeah, so many it, different things. Well, the great thing about it, Ben, was that I mean, you wrote this this wonderful bunch of scripts, and you know, I I'm still not the kind of guy that gets really beefy roles very often. So to be number one on the call sheet and to have scenes, you know, throughout a show, and to be able to actually build something, actually take your time. I mean, I'm you know I'm. 
still at the stage where if I go in on a three camera shoot, like I worked on uh, the Soul Man recently, right? And and I watch as you always do as a guest star. You watch your sh- your part shrink over the week until by the end of it, you're doing the bare minimum. Uh, you're still getting paid the same amount, so that's all great. But you're doing the bare minimum of what you thought you were going to do, and uh, and sometimes that's that's frustrating. Like I remember one time I did this. Uh, I got a job for this show. Andy Richter controls the universe, or something like that. And it was sure, you know. And and I, I looked at the part, and I was like, the only thing I like about it is this speech. This speech is yeah. makes it kind of worthwhile to me because yeah. I think that'll stand alone and be kind of something nice on a reel, or I don't know. There's a little bit of yeah. acting there, and I can have some fun with that speech. And of course, about three days in. Andy Ackerman, the director, who's a very nice guy, came to me and he said, you know what, we're going to have to lose all that and we're just running out of time. <laughs> and I said, Andy, please, please don't, just le- yeah. just do it. Let me yeah. do it. And he went, nah, can't. Uh, heartbreaking. But that's there's certain things as an actor you can't control. Yeah. Luckily with this thing, uh, you know, this wonderful series, I can develop a thing and I know Ross feels the same way. We can actually inhabit these characters, take our time, develop a thing, experiment. You know, you have time to experiment. You don't feel like, wow, this is my only scene. Yeah. Every other show I work on, it's like, a, I have two days of work and I have to do it perfect and it has to be one or two takes and, and you're yeah. so tense all the time and then they're bu- busy chopping it to pieces in front of you. It's uh, it's very, very difficult. Unfortunately, I've done it so long that it's like, I, I don't, well, it you, doesn't phase me You're used much. to anything, but what about, is there is this character, not like yourself, but is this character... Similar to other characters you've played at all, I mean, is is it is there something to it that is he's shaking his head? No, I'm is thinking. There, is there... I, I, I've never had the opportunity to to play some something as 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 full bodied and interesting yeah. and truthful. I think as except maybe you know in like I don't know like Apollo it's thirteen so... was great, but I played a mission controller. I didn't know too much. It wasn't too much about their personal lives yeah. except that they were sweaty and tired and their eyes were red. Well, the, the, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll pay you a compliment. The the people that uh, that have seen this show will well i'll I'll tell you a good friend of mine who's a a tv writer he knew you as a character actor had been around forever and ever and he watched the pilot episode and said man jim meskimen's character here such a guy to root for Mm -hmm. like i mean they just like (laughs) we believe this character this is a guy we can get on his side and Mm -hmm. it's like and I think that that's it was, it was just from the from the get go, and it, and he wasn't even talking about the impressions, and that's what was so cool mm. to me about you and Ross, is that the impressions that's what hooks you, that's what gets people to watch, sure, but man, the, it's the acting and it's the it's the being able to carry a full episode, mm. you know, that's what was so wonderful, is because. It, it, for me, I mean, you know, uh, full disclosure, we didn't really have much casting <laughs> for this show. We didn't like uh, hold auditions or callbacks. No, it was, right. hey, Jim, Ross, you guys are good at this. Uh-huh. And then we got a couple people to be good at it. And I just kept being surprised by you, Ross, and then I mean, Dana, yeah, Christina Dana. Bianco. I mean, yeah. all these, these, these supporting roles that they were able to be fully you know engaged uh for a full episode like we didn't we weren't trying to write someone out or write someone like everyone really their part just became uh full and we didn't there wasn't enough room for everybody yeah that's really true 
Hundo. It was it was pretty great having, uh, but but especially you and Ross being able to you know being the leads of the show. So well, thank you for that. Yeah. Well, you know, and I met Ross before when we were acting on things, and I I recognized him as being a really good actor, and you yeah. worked with him on the. Flip well, side. I worked with both you guys yeah. as straight actors, right. dramatic actors, before knowing before the impression stuff. You knew I was an impressionist from the I, video. I guess I did. I mean, honestly, I remember Skylar Caleb was a guy I worked with on a feature film called Waking. And a friend of yours as well. And he, I constantly, when I was doing the flip side for Soul Pancake, was constantly asking him for actors. I'm like, I need actors, I need actors. And, and you know, a young actor, an old actor, this, you know, <laughs> this age and this color and everything. And, uh, and, and so there was a flip side episode in which uh, there's, uh, we see a character uh, in his 40s or 50s and then see him also in his 20s or 30s. And we see, see the character in both ages. And I got Ross to be the young version, and I needed the older version of him. And we reached out to you. This is before oh. <laughs> before we knew each other. Really? And and Skyler said Jim Meskimen could play the older version. It was great. Oh, and, that's hilarious. And if it would have happened, it would have been amazing. The fact, but obviously it wasn't meant to be. We got uh, Paul Adelstein, a great actor, uh, to be the older version, huh. and and then um, and then a, you know, a couple flip sides later, you and I got to work together. And uh, we we got to meet and make our yeah. And then I'd look I'd done my research and looked at your flip sides and liked them a lot. And I saw hey he did one with Ross There's yeah Ross again. And, and then I, and, and then, then we, I, and we'd already talked about doing something together and neither of us had the 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 spark and we needed that third thing to come together. And we met at a Corky's because that's the, the that's the place to impressionist meet. hangout. <laughs> Yeah, every if, all, if you go to yeah, if you go to Corky's, there's yeah, a lot of oh my god. Right I mean, Dana now. Carvey, I think, is always there <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we went to Corky's, and it, the idea was, hey, let's come up with some impression thing. And I I wanted to do something about impressions, uh, just because as any fan, like, hey, I want to write and direct something with impressions. I mean, just pure fan standpoint. Um, then you had written a little spec idea. Um, Ross had a couple different ideas. It was all kind of sketchy. It was ske- it was sketches, and I was open to whatever. But then once we started talking, I thought, man, there is something here about your guys' normal life and the conflict that that you are an impressionist, but also seen as dramatic and comedic actors. And there's our dog He's again. Not, why didn't he knock? He just started barking he didn't knock. like a beast. He's going backwards in evolution <laughs> for some reason. He's um, the one who knocks. Exactly. But but yeah, I, for me, I'd done so much. I'd done sketch. I did all that comedy stuff when YouTube first started, and I wanted to do something different and, and more uh, structured. And, and not very youtube really. Not youtube at all. And and then and then I also always wanted to do a mockumentary, obviously, from the influences I, we mentioned earlier. And so then it was kind of – it just kind of came together, and we filmed a, a seven-minute sizzle pilot yeah right pilot presentation for comedy week we thought of it as a pilot right we thought of it we thought of it as a pilot i mean i mean i think just a short we wanted to we wanted to but you know it's like i mean how many times have you been part of something that says this will become something great more this will be something more (laughs) 
I play basketball with uh, Clark Gregg, who plays Agent oh, yeah. Coulson. Sure. The, he was on my sister's show on uh, Old Christine. Old Christine, there you go. And and I remember he first told me when he, he was doing the Iron Man thing that he's like, yeah, mm. they said it was just this little thing that might be something more. Ah. And he says it never turns into something, and now yeah. he has a TV show. Yeah, so, yeah. So everyone's – like, and same with you. Yeah. We filmed this little exactly. web thing. And now you have a TV show. That's right. So that's kind of it, it's beautiful. Every once happens. in a while, it happens. Yeah, I had that with Jib Jab too. The Jib Jab guys went over and they said, "We got this little film we want to do. We want to do this animation about uh, Bush and Kerry." Like, oh, great! And I did it. Completely forgot about it. They went and I animated it, and then I got the call that their servers were crashed because so many people were watching it and they had 80 million views. It's fun when that happens, yeah. and I hope it happens this Wednesday night. This Wednesday night, ten thirty, nine thirty for the central the people. Great, yeah, you got to watch it, folks. The uh, central people, the really. central people, really. We're counting on you because you're central, and you'll influence the fringe. Yeah, they're central. Yeah, because and eventually the central people leave the center and they go off to the edges, yeah. the verges. We're we're not anti edges. No, New York we're and just, the East Coast. We're just central centric. Yeah, we're central centric. But East we Coast. should talk about some of the. Uh, I, I want to talk about everybody who's so great. You mentioned Dana, Dana Di Lorenzo. I just fell in love with her. I think she's just so talented. She's so natural. She she brings so much. Uh, I don't know. She's just a really great natural actress. She, Where did we find Dana? She's a friend Dana, of Ross. Dana was recommended by Ross. You know, just brilliant. Jim's recommended by Ross. Ross recommended by Jim. Everyone's goes on. Dana was great because uh, she's being asked a lot of. She she yeah, uh, yeah. she's asked to do one voice. Uh, and then she's asked to do another voice, and then she's asked to do impressions, and then come back to a voice. I remember there was one scene where she has to do two impressions and then come back to her normal voice on the show, which is not her actual voice. Right. And um, oh gosh, it, and she, she's asked to do a lot, and um, and she hits it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what I love is her chemistry with Ross. I mean, yeah, it's very uh, she's in episode two. And and it's just right away you just see them clicking. You know, you see you and you and you and Ross chemistry, but then her and Ross is just wonderful. So I think Dan is great. Dan is great. Uh, Angela Kinsey, who plays my wife, is a, a lovely actress. Lovely. Actress. Angela Kinsey's wonderful, and yeah. and the I fact like that working with her very much. And she just was so. You know, the I mean, obviously she she is coming off of, of the office. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, I think she had like just finished when we started filming with her, mm-hmm. and. Um, and she was so funny because she's like, I'm used to playing a bitch on, on screen. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, we're going to sweeten you up a little bit. Yeah. And obviously you and her, um, we have, you know, some disagreements on the show and, uh, and it's, and it's funny, but the, uh, I, my, some of my favorite moments are, are the sweet moments with you guys, especially episode four, because I know all the episode numbers really <laughs> in my head, but, uh, episode four, when you guys have a, a dinner, Mm-hmm. A candlelit dinner, mm-hmm. and the Tommy Lee Jones is a voice that's done, and Woody Allen is a voice that's done, and it's one of my favorite scenes between you two. Mm. And um, and she just every single time she showed up, she was very natural, hit it out of the park, and um, and and gives us gives is really gives 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 depth to to her character. And then Amy Castle, Amy who Castle, plays your daughter, she's just wonderful, and she's getting better and better. I and think, she's as we yeah, along. and she was you know started on YouTube. Um, you know, we did not have a lot of YouTubers. She was one, she was someone that actually started on YouTube and was a YouTuber and has done a lot of stuff there. And she really, I did a flip side with her, and she wanted to expand her reel and 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 really work on dramatic acting. And she's blossomed. Um, uh, she has some really steen, s- scene stealing funny scenes with Ross, mm-hmm. um, especially at the door mm-hmm. uh, again in episode three. Mm-hmm. 
as I as I sneak peek all the the full season, <laughs> things to look forward look to for the door. Watch ne- for the door. Never You'll see the hinges. Never first. miss a week. But yeah, season three. I mean, in episode three, she she has such a wonderful, funny scene uh, with with Ross, and and she's just she's just really fun and always always a delight to work with. Now, I don't think we can escape talking about Piat. Now Piat is a phenomenon. Piat's and, the worst. Piat's <laughs> the worst. We made him the butt of all our jokes, and I just love that's the way his, his real character. Name. That's that, Piat. That is that, his real yes, name. that's his real name. Uh, Piat, and. Uh, uh, Piat was was recommended he, he by you by me. I and, f- I and, found Piat, and, and he, the story with Piat is that the guy there was a there's a guy named Mark Edgman who lives in Tennessee, in Chattanooga, who yeah. has a website and he does a lot of the spoken word stuff and he, he like gets writers and voice actors together and they you're making this all stuff. this up. I'm not I'm okay not. okay. And uh, he contacted me and we became friends over the over the interweb and. And then he he said, uh, "Listen to this guy and see what you think." And it was it was a story that I think maybe Mark had written or somebody had written, and this actor had read as Vincent Price. Yeah. And you know how when you hear a voice, you get a mental picture, like yeah. if the the people you hear on NPR, you yeah. kind of have a picture of who they are. You yeah. just your mind does that. Yeah. And I'm mocked up in my mind. Oh well, this gee, he's very good, you know. But he's probably he's who knows where he is. My friends in Chattanooga. This guy could be in you know Bemidji, uh, South Dakota, or whatever. And uh, so I pictured him as a kind of a frumpy, older guy, like older than me, <laughs> off somewhere doing these recordings. And he probably worked you know in a basement somewhere. And then uh, and Mark, you know, he disabused me of that. He said, "No, this is a guy who's like 21 oh, or yeah. 22 years old." Yeah. And I went, "You're kidding." And and so I reached out to him, and we had a, a you know we established a friendship, and I met him, and I saw his YouTube videos. He has a quite a yeah. YouTube presence. And he, but he's an old soul. He's a very old soul. I mean, that's he's the thing, just waiting. He's like he's a little bit like me. I understand. He's waiting to be an old guy, <laughs> waiting around. I, I my nickname in college skills. was Pops. Is that right? Yeah, no, and I, I and also I, I, did, I did like a Tom <laughs> Tom Waits voice. Was, oh. <laughs> I had a radio show where I was just talking like this, and I said, hey, "Everybody, good morning, everybody. It's good to see you this morning." So did anyway, you? Oh, yeah, yeah I, awesome. I had Tom Waits. So I guess I did do impressions. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't know you did Tom. It's Waits. just one. It's not Tom Waits. It's a Tom Waits. It's Waits. What's well, you're doing? Whoever Tom Waits, Waits did. It's Tom. Yeah, actually, Tom Waits' voice is not that. I way. know. You know, he's got he, a very urbane sound. If you have his normal voice is you know up in here, but it's like, but he then he just just drops it down. Well, good evening, everybody. Um, but yeah, no, Tom Waits is a, that's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I, I love Tom Waits. But I'm an old soul. You're an old soul. Pops uh, Piat. Piat. What's Piat. his name? Pops Piat. Pops Piat. He's an old soul. He and and was, I think he's a member of AARP, actually. Yeah, yeah. And so many people say that, you know, he's, he's, his impressions just steal the show. Totally. And I, I've got to do something okay. about this dog. Well, you, it's nice, but, you know, it has a lot of ambience. But. We're, we're opening. P- Jim is walking. He's walking. He's closing doors. He's opening doors. And he is getting a dog. And now he has a dog in his arms. He's closing the door. The dog is in here. The dog is going into a different room. The dog is... Now, now the dog is holding Jim, and the and Jim is being, and Jim is being sat down, and the dog is now on the phone, and the dog is texting, <laughs> and he'll be quiet now. And we're back. So, so Piat, Piat is yeah. I think his impressions steal the show yeah. sometimes. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and his his character, which is we needed someone to be the um, 
the villain, if you have to use a word, but but kind but of the, the rival, the indomitable the rival, rival yeah. yeah. But I like villain. He's a villain. He is a villain. But he's but it, but it's the obviously the person that you look up to and yet you look down upon and you are envious of and and he's just so he's so funny in the way he presents that because it's it's he always wishes everyone the best around him and yet <laughs> you can't hate him you, but you hate you him you have to love to hate him you hate to love him <laughs> i just love the way it developed and and the, he just gets all these lucky breaks, and I, I think people are really going to be delighted by him. And it's a great showcase. For his Piotr. his he's arc, a wonderful actor too. Yeah, he's a wonderful, he's stage a wonderful actor. actor, and 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 his arc um, starts in episode two and goes all the way to the end, and it's it's ever changing. I mean, there is mm. no mm-hmm. every time you check in with Piat, something else has happened. <laughs> so the thing is, Piat is kind of the benchmark for where we're going in in the show, and so. If if once you see Piat show up, you're like, okay, something new is happening. And so that's that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, we have, I mean, there's there's more people. There's Reggie Brown. There's Reggie Mike Brown, Mike the great Truesdale. Obama impressionist, and oh, he does other great ones. Mike Truesdale as well. Eric Bauza appears. Yeah. Uh, uh, Melissa Villasenor. Absolutely. Can't leave anybody Angela out. Hoover. Angela Hoover, the brilliant Angela. Brock Hoover. Baker. Brock Baker, who's terrific. Who's a YouTuber, and this is his first TV show, I believe. Brock oh Brock my Baker. gosh! It's it. You know, it, and the thing is, I, I I often think about this, um, the Judd Apatow series, Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. and how many people yeah. were on that show, and I think about this show in the sense of. Uh, hopefully we'll go longer than Freaks and Geeks did, but um, I just think of how many people we got to be able to be part of this this first season, and and just there. I mean, as as people know, their careers are already blossoming, and as we know, Ross Ross on Walking Dead, and no, he's in the and, and Dana's on uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, and a lot of dead in the world. Uh, but Piat has been on the Today Show in this uh, recently. Uh, Christina Bianco has been on the Today Show recently. I mean, everybody is just yeah, just, yeah and you and I just are sitting here doing nothing. We're, no, we're doing what? This podcast, oh, this podcast. <laughs> okay, we're doing a podcast. No, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's been it's been a wonderful <laughs> wonderful uh, journey for everybody. Uh, it is nice when everybody's doing well. Oh I yeah, think that's really cool. Plus, it it helps the whole project, so that's a nice thing. Absolutely, and, uh, you like your friends to do well, and, and I'm delighted about Ross's success. It's just terrific. Yeah, and and, it's just, and again, it's one of those things that for any of these guys, it's like it's just not shocking to me. No, like it's just like I was actually yeah. worried every day when we were filming <laughs> that one of you guys was we were going to get booked on something during our filming yeah, and had to go right. something. It's just like that's right. the, you guys. Well, luckily, were, America's Got Talent. I didn't go very far because it could know, have been a real. I might, been a real I burden. may have called someone to say, you, "Hey, you, we you need him back here for filming." For this man. Yeah, we need yeah. him back here. Uh. Dodge but that yeah, I mean, you were on America's Got Talent. Obviously, Melissa Senor was. Mm-hmm. Rachel Butera was on America's Got Talent. So it's you know it's we've we've got talent, and we're in America, and it's and it's pretty great. But we'll be in England, and and we will else. absolutely, absolutely. And what's and, the deal with that? Can you talk about that yet? The, um, it's, the international thing. It's know. just one of those things where you should be following, you know, following Jim, following uh, myself, following uh, at Impress Me on Twitter. Uh, Im- uh, impress me TV on Facebook, and the announcements will be made once or soon. But but I can guarantee you, we are going to be overseas. Absolutely, right. we're going to be in in almost any English speaking country. Uh, I believe we'll be in Australia. I believe we'll be in Canada. You know, yeah, Canada. Wow. I, absolutely. I, yeah. um, it's just one of those things where you know because we can to... we can loop the Canadian version. That was yeah easy. That's true. How do you do that? It's simple. Can you do now? Let's do Robert De Niro with in Canada. Okay. Uh, come around to my hosts, my hosts. I want to 
<laughs> no, I, I don't know. Host? That's house? That's house. That's house? A okay. House. Yeah. Okay. Good. Your yeah, so, so we're going to have to go, we're going to have to dub the whole thing for Canadian? <laughs> have to. It'll have to. Yeah. And Otherwise for the they British. Just, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. No, it's yeah. different when they, when Cana- Canadian comedians come here, not a problem. Oh, yeah. Because Jim Carrey, can... Mike Myers, yeah, exactly. Eugene Levy, all of them. Exactly. Right? Actually, William Shatner. Are there any non comedians that are, I mean, are there any comedians that are non Canadian? Or are they all. <laughs> Every what community is from Canada. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, that's fact. We import that's them a from fact, Canada. Right? Yeah. That's a fact, right? Okay. That's a fact. Yeah, we all admit it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyone that I, did... My grandmother was from Canada, so yeah. that's why I can say that I have yeah, you're a Canadian. toe in it in yeah. the comedy game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that that's, that's one thing we can all you know, agree <laughs> well, on. Well, I'm, I'm encouraged that you are, are thinking with the future and the, the 100th episode and all that and that you've got ideas and, and stuff. I think that's great. As I, I, you know, it's such a treat as an actor to get and I know other people that work on series is they get the script and they see where their character's going and it must be a total thrill and I, I guess Ross on Walking Dead he probably gets the script and goes what the hell am I going to be doing yeah <laughs> no I mean it's hitting someone over the head with a bat and slitting their throat or I mean to me it's and that's the thing is I obviously I know that not a lot of TV television is made with writer directors Mm. Um, a mm. lot of it is yeah, by committee, right as yeah. you know, and it's it's there's a writers and then there's they bring in directors and they're all separate, and you have a showrunner that's kind of steering the ship. Um, but for this, um, luckily with Soul Pancake and the way we made it, I was able to write and direct every episode, and it was it was a dream because the way I I kind of wrote it was like a a film like we're, we're season one is is this this big long movie that we get to have. Uh, that we get to go on a journey with. So um, I, I would love to do more seasons and just and make more, like I, I, like I see the movies, right, the, right. you know, these, these chapters and, and the stories of these characters. But, um, I mean, it's so funny. I was, I was looking through the, the season, and ultimately, you, you know, you're saying, do you have more for season two? I feel like we barely touched the surface in season one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, we went everywhere, mm-hmm. and yet I have so much... So many more ideas for season two, three, wow. four, five. I mean, I, I feel like the, we've barely, barely tapped it. And That's so, so exciting. Yeah, and and so I think it's 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 just something I'm really excited about. And 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 oh man, I mean, there's a couple, there's more people we haven't talked about our guest stars. And and Christina Bianco. Did we talk about Christina? We didn't Bianco? mention her. We even t- the amazing she, Christina yeah, Bianco. I think of, I, because I feel like she, I'm always talking about her. That's why. Yeah. She's she's the best, and um, it was one of those things where. Um, she had a viral hit uh, right when we were starting to film, so she wasn't able to get in the first four episodes because she was overseas. But once I showed her kind of uh, a couple things that we were filming, she was like, I'm on board. Hmm. And I wrote her into episodes five all the way through the end <laughs> yeah. of the show. Yeah. Because, and I wrote I wrote the part for her because it was just like she was she was that good. And and again, like I say, with all all the impressionist actors, it's her acting ability, yeah. her sensibility, her com- comedic timing. I mean, uh, you know, she is just a wonderful, wonderful actress and and a wonderful person. Yeah, and, wonderful and person. Dylan Mooney plays your husband. And Dylan Mooney, see, there's too many people in our show. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Dylan Mooney, we love, and we love all of them. So. Dylan Mooney is is so awesome. He's a guy that I've known for a long time. Uh, good dr- dramatic a and comedic stunt director. casting on that on that oh, relationship yeah, between yeah. him and Chris. He's like twice her size. He's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Dylan is six five and she's four eleven. <laughs> so uh, it's but it's perfect. It's a match made in heaven. And 
and and and he's 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 joy i mean the fact because the thing is that we needed to you uh and ross are the characters are always struggling always struggling so the way uh, i i constructed the show is that if jim and ross are always struggling everyone around them needs to needs to have kind of a perfect life ah. so that everywhere they look there's envy oh, yeah. uh dylan mooney playing gary lyons the manager he doesn't have a care in the world yeah, yeah, and he cool. tells ross everything's going to be great <laughs> ross won't believe it uh christina bianco is an impressionist who doesn't want to quit impressions and she's having a great time and and she's you know in the show she's a you know uh, 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 a leagues ahead of dana de lorenzo's character and so dana has someone to to look, you know, be envious of, but Piat and yet obviously, be friendly of and have and that yet, tension yeah, too, and, because and you, Piat you, you is can't doing get well. too mad at him. Reggie Brown's character, mm-hmm. you know, is doing well. So, but it's what's funny is that I, we, in order for Red, for Ross and Jim to to go on their journey, they're surrounded by these people that are just having the time of their life, <laughs> and and yet, for and 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 so the, the reason why they're having such a good time is so that the Arab people can, you guys can look up to them and yet be envious and be conflicted, and so I think that that's. One great, great way to do it. Did, have we gotten to the the the, the regular the the, I, the regular cast? I think we have. the The guest stars are obviously um, just so many of them. Uh, Matt Jones played Badger on Breaking Bad. Sam uh, Daly. Sam Daly, who uh, has been in a ton of stuff. Uh, obviously, the web series The Daily Show, D A L Y, which I I filmed with him and his dad Tim Daly. Um, Josh Groban, Josh Groban, and Weird Al Yankovic to fulfill Kevin our. We had our two. We had to have two singers. So we remember they, they said that. Did no, they say that? Oh, I don't oh, okay. Maybe maybe I made that. <laughs> we had to have two singers. So we got Josh Groban and Weird Al Yankovic, which is sort I, of the it's same. Funny, guy. I don't think of Weird Al Yankovic as a singer, but of course he's a wonderful singer. He's, he couldn't do what he an, does. He's an icon. He's amazing. He is. Obviously. He is. And in our in in our show, he plays dramatic Al Yankovic. Yeah, oh, which is pretty so great. Funny. Um, uh, David Denman, also from The yeah, Office, who's but, also doing really well. Yeah, who's also on who's also on Parenthood with Erica Christensen, who who's, who's also is a guest star. That's right. My, um, my wife, my wife Tamara Meskimen appears in the show. Tamara Meskimen and Taylor Meskimen of no relation. Oh, she's your daughter. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I great. Didn't tell you that. I Taylor's would, yeah. great. She she comes back a couple different episodes. Tamara has a, a great arc. Um, kind of continue to pop back up. The. Uh, uh, who's, who's Tiff- Tiffany Hudson. From- Tiffany Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, I, I was thinking of uh, uh, the, the other girl from uh, Becca Pruitt. Becca I have, Pruitt. There's so many people. Who's the one who played the the mom in the bed? The, Beth Grant. Beth Grant. Beth Grant exactly. from uh, from so many things recently. The Mindy, Mindy Project. Kaling, yeah, Mindy Kaling. Uh, and um, and oh my gosh, I mentioned David Denman. I did. Yeah. Now we're on a loop. <laughs> Your computer, your computer right now is skipping because we're going over and over again the same people. Um, Portis Hershey. Portis Hershey, yeah. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, he's a he's a basketball player. He's a good. He's basketball a dodgeball player. player, isn't he? No, he's not a dodgeball player. That, he's all over the YouTube playing dodgeball. Oh, maybe he's a dodgeball player. Yeah, dodgeball is uh, a form of basketball that just doesn't involve a basket. It's they, they cut to the chase. They've, they've isolated the essentials of basketball, and just said no. It, it, you, you don't need the basket. So and then and then uh, I think that's and that's absolutely everybody. No, that's not everybody. We're get so but that's much trouble. Yeah, but for for the people yeah, we missed out. We have a, an embarrassment <laughs> of riches. Uh, so many great people. Anyway, it's a, and and JB Blanc. JB Blanc has a nice part too. And there's tons of voice actors and, and impressionists that, yeah. that feature in later episodes. And you know the other thing we should say is that the you know the conceit was 
in our show that there's this community of impressionists. Yeah. I think this is a cute thing that you know we said. Well, you know, we're all we all hang out together, and when when Ross and Jim have to make an announcement to their impressionist friends, they gather them together. Yeah. And 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 we all just said, yeah, you know. And so we contacted some people, and as a result, we have sort of created that exactly. relationship with these people, and it's it's marvelous. We've been on each other's podcasts and. You know, we support each other on uh, social media and stuff like that. If, like, say, Brock Baker came to me and said, Jim, I have to borrow $1,000, I'd say, Brock, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. But, but we still have that. For, but if he asked for $2,000. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, talk to Piat. Okay, exactly. Piat's, Piat's the man of man of everything. Man of the hour. <laughs> man of the hour. Every hour. Uh, so anyway, well, we really hope people watch it this Wednesday and every Wednesday. Now, I had a question. Uh, maybe you don't know the answer to this, but like with Schitt's Creek, which is our program yeah. leading into our show, they run different episodes throughout the week. They do. Are they going to do that with I, us? Yeah, well, here's the, here's the thing. If I say they do, then will people not watch the premiere? Well, that would be silly. Well, I, we I want guess. people to watch the premiere. Well, I think you know. Let's let's traffic with the truth just for once. <laughs> the traffic with the truth is that the show will be repeated. <laughs> okay. Yes, the 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 episodes will be repeated throughout the week. So if you don't catch the premiere, then so they'll just I'm, kind of cycle through. Oh, you'll yeah, always be able yeah. to kind of. If you turn on Pop TV, you'll you'll find impress me there. Because there's not much original programming. But there. Jim, our job is to tell people to. Watch, watch the Wednesday premiere watch Wednesday the night, March 18th, DVR it, 10.30 p.m. on Pop TV. If you don't know where to find Pop TV, use the channel finder. Use the channel finder on, on the uh, bottom of your screen on poptv.com. Poptv.com. You just put your uh, zip code in. If you don't know your zip code, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't know your zip code, well, <laughs> if you don't know your zip code, then you're either just living a very happy life <laughs> or, or yeah, or you're struggling with something. Uh, you're struggling. Yeah, yeah and you, you should, can't remember numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you don't know your zip code, I think... <laughs> Well, what, how are you? How are you listening to this podcast? No, it's I good, mean, it's you have technology, so then use your GPS and find your zip code. Well, Step then, one: find your zip code. <laughs> watch us, and and let us know what you think of it. You know, uh, I don't know how how would one do that. I guess. Let's, let's tweet us. Tweet us. Yeah, we'll be tweeting like crazy uh, all the way leading up to that. There's and a- we're gonna be tweeting uh, the East Coast feed of the show. So if you're on the East Coast. Uh, at 10.30 at night on the East Coast tweet at Ben Shelton Films that's where I'll be at Ben Shelton Films mm-hmm. I'm at Jim Ross Meskimen for some reason so. and I'm going to answer every single question that's asked yeah me too we're all going to get together and watch the show together and have a little right. fun time alright everybody thanks for listening appreciate it hey thanks to Jeff Levin for the music as always we didn't put any improv in this show because we the whole, thing, the was whole thing was improvised but Tate Rupert had to sit this one out he's on the bench but he'll be back probably another time we've got lots of fun things and improv with him but uh, thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. Watch the show. Let it's a us good know what show. you think. It's a good show. <laughs> Take it from Ben. See you later.